I love that. Yeah, hope you're having a great day. And either way, no matter what's going on, just remember the Lord is right there lifting you up on his shoulders, right? Um, hope you're ready for a nice time with Red Pill. We're going to have some fun. I want to first, um, well, I'm going to talk to you about uh, Manasseh and Ephraim. And I'm going to first just start with some history on it because uh It'll help you when we get to the part where we talk about the fulfillment of the promises. So I want you to have the back story, okay? Um, we're going to talk about um, a passage that is coming in handy in our town to, uh, right now. It's about exposing wickedness. Um, have no uh, fellowship with the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. So I will. I want to show you guys that. Um, also, just some some updates on the latest kind of some news that's coming out today. Um, but before we start, I want you to see what I found. Uh, now, if you're watching the community uh, page, you will have already seen this, but um, I have always thought my name, Melissa, means fuzzy bee or honey bee, and it does in Greek, but something compelled me to look up and see what is the Irish meaning, and I just about fell out of my chair. Look, you guys. It means follower of Jesus. How do you think? What do you think of that? I'm like, what? And you got to hear the backstory for me on, on this, but Isa, look at the bottom. Uh, it says Isa. Isa means Jesus, okay? The Christ is Isa. Uh, so whatever. Um, so then Maul, Maul is follower or um, handmaiden. So that gives me, I'm a servant girl for Jesus, right? Whatever he wants me to do, I'm like, 
yes, sir. All right, I'm on it. Um, I just thought, oh my goodness, I'm just so glad that my name is Melissa. I'm glad. Um, and so you might want to look into that and see because I'm, you know, I'm Irish. But so the story was, and I asked my mom again, I'm like, why did you name me Melissa? And she says, well, you know, because Debbie, my oldest sister is Debbie, and my, my next sister is Dawn, and I was supposed to be Denise, Debbie Dawn Denise. And the only thing, you know, that's been a while, and <laughs> it wasn't yesterday. And so she said, the only thing I actually can think of was that they just thought, well, maybe we don't need to have another D. It's just too many Ds. But where they came up with, came up with Melissa, whatever. I just think that's so fun. That's so fun. The Lord really has everything planned. And uh, I'm glad to be, I really like the word hand, my old mean handmaiden um, of the Lord of Jesus. So I'm just his, uh, his little assistant, you know, I like that. Yeah, follower is good and, you know, friend or whatever it is, but more, I, I think I'm his little assistant girl. <laughs> anyway, all right, so let's jump in right here. And I love this. Did you know, I don't care what the news says, his, uh, our president's, uh, uh, so our approval surges to the highest level since his first month in office. And of course they've been beating him up so much on the news. It's a wonder his, his numbers aren't in the tank. Right. But, um, they had gone down because of all oh, just the barrage. Can you imagine the barrage he's been under? Um, but yeah, it's at 40, I think 42. So I really like Lisa May, she keeps me updated on everything. Um, so you may not know this, but, but Maduro, has arrested um, Edgar Zambrano, AD. He is, um, he works closely with Guido, whatever. And so he just decided to arrest him. And so Secretary Pompeo um, says this is a de the detention of Edgar Zambrano, AD, is yet another desperate act of the tyrann tyrannical regime. Venezuelan people demand justice. Venezuela, like all of Maduro's political prisoners deserves to be free. And so they were talking about, you know, he better not have one hair on his head. You know, he needs to be released immediately. And we're looking at what we're going to do. So it's, it's a matter of, you know, we may have to take action. We just might have to, because these people are totally out of control and uh, just continuing to do things, of, you know, illegal. All right. So let's jump right in here. So do you know the story of Joseph? Hopefully you already do. This is a really great movie called Joseph. Um, I, I don't know that I can, I've seen it uh, on YouTube for $3.99. I know we can get, you can rent one for $3.99, but um, the story, this is a little snippet of Joseph and I really like it. Now, is it perfect? No, not any movie is. And did they take into account this, the, um, the accounts in the book of uh, Jasher and Jubilees? No, uh, I don't think that they really knew about that. So they don't have those pieces. As I mentioned in several videos back, um, Joseph and his brother Benjamin started to talk first before the other brothers did. And so that was, uh, yeah, that, that's not, um, and so, he, so in this, in the, in the clip, I'm going to show you Benjamin. Re, uh, uh, Joseph reveals himself to his all of his brothers at the same time, including Benjamin. But in the in reality, in the history books, he um, had revealed him, Joseph had revealed himself to Benjamin first, so that they were kind of on the plane. And Joseph, and, and what's so cool is Benjamin knew about the cup was being in his bag and so he wasn't freaked out about that and all all of that and uh interesting you know how much i'm realizing that these these stars are the what the, the signs that the lord put in the heavens for us and so 
one of the things it talks about is that Joseph showed to Benjamin the sign in the heavens. He showed him, and they had a special little cup. And I think that was really what it was about the cup that he took. Um, that was um, their way to uh, to uh, to uh, read the signs in the heaven. Somehow there was a special—I don't know what it was—something about this special cup. And so that, anyway, that 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 lets you know there's something about this cup, and that's just—it's not in the Book of Genesis. It's it actually in I think the Book of Jasher. Anyway, which I highly recommend. Watch uh, Apocryphile. Apocryphal, A-P-O-C-R-A-P-H-Y-L-E, I think. Anyway, that's how I list, learned that. I listened to the whole thing. They've read 50 chapters. It's so, so wonderful. But anyway, so and I'm just going to play you just a little bit of it so you get to know what Joseph is all about. So um, basically, though, his if you don't know the story, Joseph's brothers hated him. He had told them a, a dream that he had had. He had dreams that the Lord had give, would give him, and he thought that he could share these with people and they wouldn't go crazy. But obviously that was not the case. They were so madly jealous of him. And uh, because the Lord had given him, he was blessing him. And they were kind of like, not really that obedient to the Lord. And Joseph always was, I'm telling you of all the people in the Bible, he's one of my absolute favorites. Um, and so um, they ended up selling him to some uh, slave traders. So he was, sold as a slave, the first one to be sold as a slave. And he was down in Egypt for years and years and years. The Lord raised him into this position of second in command of Egypt, which is amazing. It's, there's a lot more to the story than that. He went through quite something to get to that point, but the Lord blessed him through all that he had gone through. And so here he is now revealing himself to his brothers there. They've come to town. He's, he's, He's trying to test them to see, yeah, have they changed? Are they the same creeps that they were before? And, um, you know, he has the power to throw everyone in jail, kill them, whatever. The, the Pharaoh would not have had a problem with any of that. Um, he could have railroaded them, said they're spies, and what, which, you know, he, he kind of played like they were, but he was, he was going to protect them. Anyway, um, finally, though, he's, he's revealing himself to them and with who he is. They're shocked. Anyway, here he goes. So you are now ready to sacrifice your lives for one of your brothers? Why then did you not do the same for the other one? The one you said died when in truth you yourselves sold him into slavery. You know about Joseph? How? Because he's alive. Alive? He's here in this palace. In fact, he's in this room. Leave us. I said, leave us. Get out. Guards, come. Joseph. 
because I brought the troops. So, okay, so that's, then they all ended up coming to Egypt and living in Egypt. And of course, then they, years after Joseph had died, then they got turned into slaves and all the rest of it. They were there for 400 years. And the Lord had a plan through all of that. But, um, you know, just a thought, because I've, I've mentioned this to you guys before, that I wonder if our Lord Jesus, um, you know, it says that when you see the sign of the Son of Man, you will see the Son of Man coming in power and great glory. Um, and you'll see the Son of Man coming on the clouds, okay? Uh, in another version, it's coming in the clouds. And I've said, I just wonder if it's not going to be what in, a, in physical clouds, because phys- clouds is a is symbolic for power and great glory. And um, I just have a feeling he might not reveal himself in that way. Um, I wonder if it would be more like this. This is, uh, you know, he when he when the word it is not just to tell the story of what happened. It's also to give us clues for when our Lord Jesus returns. And so, I wonder. If, like he said, he's in this room right here, and they still didn't recognize him. They still didn't realize it was him. So just to think, just something to consider, something to think about. All right, so now fast forward. Um, so what it didn't say in this little clip, and I, let me just tell you something. On this movie, it is really a good movie. You know if Ben Kingsley in, is in it. It's a good, good movie. Um, the thing is he um, – uh, um, <laughs> it's a three-hour movie, and my husband does not sit still for the three hours ever, <laughs> ever. He just is not one to sit for a long movie. He's just not. He sat for this whole movie. He did. He really liked it. So if that tells you anything, it's a really, really good movie. All right, so now fast forward. Um, uh, Joseph got married when he was in Egypt. He ended up having two sons, maybe more, but at least the two sons that I know of is it's Ephraim and Manasseh. And so I'm going to tell you the story of them. And so that just so you know, um, the Lord would give Joseph a double blessing and that he had a part of his dreams that he'd had were that they would all come and bow down to him. And that came true and how even the sun and the moon would bow down to him. And as, in other words, his parents would, and, um, that, he would receive a double blessing. So let's see what happens in this because these two, I believe, are fulfilled in. I'm not sure. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not, I'm not sure yet which it is, whether Manasseh is the United States of America in the fulfillment or if Ephraim is. And so I'm researching into that. Um, and then there's a company of nations. Is that Europe? Or is, is that America, which is the great nation? I, I'm not sure. We'll have to find, you know, keep researching and find out. But it's the fulfillment is here that we have. We are in this day fulfilling this promise. It's uh, some kind of great nation in the world. And it's not likely, you know, Cuba <laughs> or North Korea. Right. All right. So here we go. Now it came about after these things that Joseph was told, behold, your father is sick. 
So he took two, his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim with him. And when it was told to Jacob, behold, Jacob's name is Israel. Okay. Uh, behold, your son, Joseph has come to you. Israel collected his strength and sat up in the bed. Then Jacob said to Joseph, God almighty appeared to me at Luz or Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me. Do you remember what the land of Luz is? Luz is Bethel. That's the same name for Bethel. Um, it had been named Luz or Luz, but now it was named Bethel. And Bethel was the house of the Lord. That's where he got the stone pillar, okay? The, the famous stone of destiny. So these little things, you're like, my, you don't slide right past them. Look at what is this? What is this? So that's what that is. He said, He appeared to me there, gave me this stone, right? Um, in the land of Canaan and blessed me. In other words, that the blessing would go through me instead of Esau. And so now it's time for me to pass this blessing on because I'm leaving. Um, so Jacob said, um, uh, and he said to me, behold, I will make you fruitful and numerous, fruitful and numerous. There's going to be people in this world, fruitful and numerous. And I will make you a company of peoples, a company of peoples, and will give this land to your descendants after you for an everlasting possession. Okay. I will give this land. I think symbolically, it's not just talking about the physical land of Israel. He's talking about the kingdom, the kingdom of the world, of being the kingdom of Christ, and that it being uh, it was going to be where the or the knowledge of the Lord will fill the earth as the waters cover the sea. As I've told you guys a thousand times, right now, uh, an everlasting possession. Not just a little corner, but that that would expand. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel, beginning in Judea, in Jerusalem, and then to Judea, Judea, and then uh, to Samaria, and then to the uttermost parts of the earth. So spread this thing out. Go all far, far, throughout the whole world to preach the gospel, okay? And and take dominion over this earth, right? now, your two sons, listen to this. Now, your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are mine. What is he saying? He's adopting them. Why is that important? Because the blessing goes to Israel's sons, that they will now be one of the tribes of Israel. Okay? So they now Ephraim and Manasseh will be part of the tribes. It's going to be 13 tribes and 13 is a very important number. Um, and we'll see that. That's why a lot of people think it's, it's uh, America because of all the, the symbolism of 13 that we have 13 colonies, 13 stripes, 13 uh, bows, 13 berries of uh, on, on the olive branch, 13 leaves, all that 13, 13, 13. Um, Ephraim and Manasseh are mine as Reuben and Simeon are. Okay, I think Reuben and Simeon, Reuben was the firstborn. I think Simeon might be, have been the secondborn. I think Reuben, though, was removed from a big portion of the part, and Simeon, too, but it was a big portion of the blessing because of some very big problems that they committed. I'm not going to go into that right now. But your offspring that have been born after them shall be yours. Okay, but these are going to be mine. The blessing is going to be as if they were my physical children. And you can have more kids. That, that you can send blessings to them, but this, and, you know, we don't necessarily think about that so much about, you know, um, you know, the blessing going from through us to our children. You know, we we kind of do, but not like they did. Okay, so you know, he's saying these. I'm gonna these are mine. Okay, and so they're gonna get this portion of the blessing. Um, 
and they shall be called by the names of their brothers in their inheritance. But as for me, when I came from Paddan, Rachel died to my sorrow in the land of Canaan on the journey when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath. And I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. So she got buried in Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, who are these? Of course, I, you know, he might not have been able to see very well at this point. So Joseph said to his father, these are my sons whom God has given me here. So he said, bring them to me, bless, please, that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were so dim, so from age that he could not see. Then Joseph brought them close to him and he kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face and behold, God has let me see your children as well. Uh, if you don't know the story, he thought for sure Joseph was dead for years. He grieved, he grieved and grieved and grieved for years. And they just couldn't, you know, they, they lied to him that they killed him. They, or the, they, 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 they said they found, they said, oh, look here, his, his coat has got blood on it. Surely he's dead. And they all kept this lie for years and years. I don't know, 15 years, something like that with his father grieving. And they, because then the thing is, Joseph is gone. They, how would they ever begin to find him? Right. Oh, such a big mess, such a mess. And so, you know, he thought he was dead for sure. He was dead. And, you know, it's just miraculous how the Lord had brought them all back together. And he didn't think he would live to see him in Egypt. He thought, surely I'll never make the trip. And the Lord said, you will definitely see him and you will, he will be with you when you pass. And he will actually close your eyes when you pass. And sure as the world, that's exactly what happened here in the next chapter. You'll see that he dies and Joseph shuts his eyes. So don't worry. The Lord's got all this in control, not only in his life, but in your life. He's got all of it, all of it. Um, so now, so this is interesting. Joseph took them both. Okay. So he's embraced them. Hang on. I've lost my place. Um, took them on his knees and Ah, lost my place. Okay, verse 11, sorry. Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face. Behold, God has let me see your children as well. Then Joseph took them off from his knees and bowed with his face to the ground. Joseph took them both. Ephraim with his right hand toward Israel's left. So he would be, um, I guess, because he, he's the younger. And Manasseh with his left hand toward Israel's right and brought them close to him. Okay, so the right hand is the hand of blessing. Okay, so he's putting um, Manasseh, so he would get the first blessing. Okay, but Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim. So he switches. He does. He does that. Can you see my hands? <laughs> he he, uh, he does that business. He switches his hands. Um, Ephraim with his right hand for. Um, Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his hands, although Manasseh was the firstborn. He blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless these lads. And may my name live on in them. Wow. And in the names of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac. And may they grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. 
This is such a huge blessing, you guys. To have the, the blessing that the Lord said, I will bless you. Surely I will bless you, Abraham, and your seed, Isaac, and Jacob. This is this is more than just having children and getting to just admit, you know, some kind of blessing from the Lord. This is this is the biggest thing to have his blessing going through them to us. Okay. And as I said, you, maybe I, if we could trace our lineage back, we might find that we are related, you know, directly, physically to them. And even if we're not, we are those of us who have been adopted into the family, who've been grafted in. We have this huge blessing because we've, you know, just all the, the benefits become ours too through adoption. All right, so now remember, Ephraim was the younger. So Manasseh is the older. So he's putting his right hand on, on Ephraim. He's putting his right hand on Ephraim and his left hand on Manasseh. So the, the bigger blessing is going to Ephraim. So that's why some people think, America might be Ephraim. We'll find out. We'll find out. So yeah, we're going to research it and find out. Um, when Joseph saw this father, saw that his father laid his right hand on Ephraim's head, it displeased him. And he grasped his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Because he thought, well, he's, he's doing this wrong because he's, the poor old man's blind, right? He doesn't know what he's doing. Joseph said to his father, not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Place your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also will become a people, and he also will be great. However, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. He blessed them that day saying, by you, Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, may God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. Thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, behold, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. I will give, I give you one portion more than your brothers, which I took from the hand of the Amorite with my sword and bow. Okay, so I've well, if you want to know what that story is about, it's not actually recorded in the Bible. It's in another history book. It's in the book of Jubilee. So here it's talking about the part where Jacob speaks about Joseph's double portion having been obtained from the Amorite with sword and bow. There's no other mention of these battles in the Bible, but using other historical sources, namely the, uh, the Jewish Midrash and the Jubilee chapter 34, Jacob and his sons apparently fought against Amorite kings for control of territory in the land of Canaan. Later, we see Moses giving instructions to Eliezer and Joshua that once they entered the promised land, they should give the Amorite territories to Manasseh, thus fulfilling Jacob's decision to bequeath Amorite territory to Joseph. Look at there. <laughs> the Lord knew. The Lord knew, and he got it all straightened out. So here are the tribes, okay? So here's Manasseh. See how he gets a double portion. There's Manasseh here. There's Mass Man East Manasseh. So Manasseh got a double portion. And then, of course, 
there's also the double portion of, because you've got the Ephraim. So you don't see one that says Joseph, right? So there's not a Joseph in there. But you, So you've already got, he's getting the double portion with Manasseh and Ephraim. But now, so that no one, and they already knew that, they, that he was going to get a special blessing. And so now he's got, oops, now you'll see that because of this Amorite situation, they get actually another one. Okay. So, um, but you see all the other tribes there. And then the two in the southern kingdom, Judah and Simeon, and these other ones in the north. Okay. So, um, yeah, I love this portion. It says, the angel who redeemed my life from me from all evil, bless the lads. May my name live on in them and the names of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac. And may they grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. So the, the thing to, that as we research this is, you know, who has blessed the earth you know and again we would probably not say cuba and we wouldn't say north korea and you know china and you know it really boils down to you know england you know the the, the, the british isles maybe europe and primarily america that's just you know what it is everyone knows that even though we've failed and we didn't realize we've been hijacked by these creeps you know we have given and given and given and given and given and given maybe it ended up in the wrong hands i know it did in a lot of cases because you know we give for these hurricanes and it really so many times it does not go to the people that we're intending it to go to what was the number some crazy number he gave to puerto rico i had i had written that down something like 52 million dollars let me see if i can and and then they're still wanting more and they're like the problem is the people 91 billion 91 billion to Puerto Rico and they, they don't get it. They don't get the money. The, 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 the bad guys at the top get it. So it's, yeah. Anyway, so now you kind of get the message about Manasseh and Ephraim. So now when I start to work on, um, on, on, on these tribes coming into Europe and then into America, then, and I'm going to be working, I'm working on that. I'm researching it. And now when I get to that point, then it'll you'll at least have this backstory. All right. Now, before we go, I want you to see what um, this story is, of, uh, the, what the Lord told us through in the book of Ephesians. OK. Um, and it's talking about exposing wickedness. And so that takes, um, you know, in our in our neighborhood, in our city, it's, it's there's been a uh, big thing about, oh, don't be a snitch. And there's a culture of silence and uh, they try to, you know, with the songs and with the movies and whatever, make it like, oh, you don't want to ever tell on any anybody. Well, what about the victim? Do you, you know, we've got to tell to protect the victims, right? So I'm going to, I want you to read this. This is Ephesians chapter five in the NLT version. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. And again, whether you are the physical progeny or the adopted, you're all his children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. What is that talking about? Okay, in the, back in the day when they would have the sacrifices, they would burn them like a barbecue, okay? And so they would send up the, the aroma to God. And, and of course, you know, the Lord was not burned, but he was, um, that is just, it's so sweet what our Lord Jesus did for us. It's, it's beyond, really beyond comprehension of what he would do 
to lay down his life, offering himself as a sacrifice for us, that, that our debt is paid. Our sins have been, have been punished in him. So we go, we get away scot-free like Barabbas. We get to go free, right? What a pleasing, sweet aroma. Just that we will forever realize, especially in light of eternity, I think that we're going to, we're going to be like, this is the, the most amazing gift anyone could ever do for us. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's become commonplace. And uh, anyway, it is not at all appropriate for us. Um, yeah. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. If someone is like in this situation, this person was having, you know, improper sexual relationship with this student. They're treating this person as an object, not as someone to serve and to love and to care for. And that they're worshiping sex and worshiping uh, illicit uh, 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 prom promiscuity. And, and, you know, I feel sorry for this man because he's missing the beautiful relationship that he could have with a woman he was faithful to. No, he didn't want to have the, the pure thing, the lovely thing, the, 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 the sanctioned thing by the Lord. He wanted to have the thing that is fake and the thing that is, uh, you know, using people. It's just disgusting. Um, so all of these things, it's uh, they will he will not inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. Now I pray that he will wake up and he will turn away from what he has done and um, you know take get his punishment and and repent because uh, if he does not, he will not inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. Dollars to it. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. The anger of God. And this is, a, he's getting a little sample of that right now. This is, he's being exposed and the, the anger of God is falling. So there's a, he's missing out on what we're enjoying, which is seeing the kingdom of Christ coming in that we're um, seeing, being part of his, the entrance of his kingdom. But there's the fulfillment of that kingdom in the, in the millennial reign. And then on after that, which is, after the Gog and Magog is where we have the new heaven and the new earth, right? So he can miss out on all of that if he does not get with the program. This is still the day of mercy for him, and I hope he will take it. Um, uh, don't participate in the things these people, these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Okay, so these people lived in Ephesus. This is uh, where there's the goddess Diana. And uh, to uh, in their temple, they had these types of things doing going on in the temple. That was part of their religious worship. This is outrageous to us, but that's what they would do. And so, yeah, that's what they lived in that darkness. And they're like, I'm sick of darkness. I'm sick of darkness. Sick, sick, sick of it. So he says, you that's what you were doing before. But now live as people of light for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Isn't that great? When you walk in the light, it produces good things that are good and right and true. Isn't that great? Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. 
carefully determine that. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Take no part in it, not even a smidgen. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. It's, it, you know, it's, we don't like to talk about it at all, but their evil intentions will be exposed when light shines on them. That's our prayer. The light will shine on all of this and they will see this is, this is true. And this person is being put to shame, but the light makes everything visible. That's why it's so important that we expose as much as we can everywhere. What these people have done in every place that we possibly can. That is our job right now. The Q has given us is to expose 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 all the criminality as much as we possibly can that's why it said awake oh sleeper rise from the dead and christ will give you light oh yay thank you lord and we just continually need to wake up every day right um and arise from any anything that's dark anything that's dead and have that light of his life dwelling in us so be careful how you live don't live like fools but live like but like those who are wise make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Yes, let's do that every day. Lord, tell me, what do you want me to do? How can I help our president? How can I help this kingdom to come? How can I help to our country to wake up so that we can make, we can win this battle, right? If everyone was awake right now, we would be done. So, you know, that, that really just should keep a fire under us to keep going, expose, 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 right? So make of every opportunity, the most of every opportunity in the evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do every day. Lord, just tell me what you want me to do. So I gave the kids this bracelet. Have y'all had to do this before? WWJD. It stands for what would Jesus do? And so Basically, as we learn of him, we learn his ways, we learn his word, we know, okay, what would he do? And we just do that. <laughs> Let's do that, right? So be very careful. Don't act thoughtlessly. Think about it. Everything that you do in every relationship and everything that you say, wherever you're at work or at the store or at your home or wherever you are, what would the Lord do in this situation? And that's what you do. It makes it very simple. And it also, you know, you get to thumbs up like I had on that video. <laughs> Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. That will ruin your life. Ask the kids that because we did this one last night at small group. You know, I said, do y'all think that also includes alcohol, any, any kind of alcohol? They said, yes. I said, do you think that also includes marijuana? They said, yes. It'll ruin your life. I said, does you, you know anybody whose life has been ruined by any of these things? Everybody's like, yes. So don't do it. Don't do it. It's just not worth it. Somebody had a, a quote. I think it was Zana Peck. <laughs> hey, Zana Peck. He was talking about, or maybe somebody else. I don't know. They were talking about um, how our president is never drunk. Oh, it's, it's the pen. The one I pinned on the last video. Uh, he had a really good post. He was saying, you know, our president is never drunk. He's, he's using, making the most of every moment. And, you, you know, and that's what we want to do too. It's just take he just won't stop. He's amazing. 70 years old, 71, whatever he is. And he just keeps going and going and going every day, every day. He won't slow down at all. He never just takes a break. Even if he's taking a break, he's doing something beneficial to our country. Just amazing. So let's just be just like him doing that very same thing. Um, what a great example he is. Um, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
the Spirit of God, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts, just like our song that we sang at the beginning. You know, to be filled with this joy, be filled with his words, be filled with this music, be filled with um, things that bring honor to him. And they help keep you on the straight and narrow. You know, the kids were listening to a song on the way home. They, they, uh, they picked a song. And it was out, you know, and these are young ones, right? And it was talking, it was a song. It's not a bad song. It's not a song with dirty words in it at all. But it was about, you know, um, you know, something sleeping, you know, coming up in the bed with me or whatever. I don't know what it was. And I'm like, you know, I said, I'm not fussing y'all, but is that, is that going to help your mind to stay pure if you sing that song? I said, just for you guys to think about, I'm not fussing and I'm not trying to be the music police woman of the world, but is it everything that we do is it going to help us to maintain our 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 good conscience we want to keep our conscience clear and keep that close fellowship with the lord right and give thanks for everything to god the father in the name of our lord jesus what is it saying give thanks for everything give thanks for everything even the crazy stuff right give thanks for everything to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus. Just give thanks that even if something is not going exactly your favorite way, that you know, okay, Lord, I know you've got a plan in the middle of this, no matter what. Um, don't forget, I want you to see Dr. Turley's site. This is, of course, mine. Um, Dr. Turley, it keeps talking about all the amazing things. Where are you, Dr. Turley? I love him so much. I'm so thankful for him. He's just does such a great job. Um, he's talking about all the things going on in Europe. And so I would really, yeah, he's quite jumping quite up there, 143,000. Don't forget to like and share and subscribe to my channel too. Hopefully more people will join us and uh, be encouraged. So he's talking about all the things going on in the EU. That Macron is collapsing and Marine Le Pen is, is, is just whoo, going up. Um, that the European Union is about to be taken over by the good guys. So it's very encouraging to see all these things happening. Um, you know, uh, this is Matteo Salvini, and he is leading the charge on, oh, and they just hate him so much. The globalists hate him, and he doesn't even care. He doesn't care what they say or do to him, and they're fighting him, but he's, not, it's, you know, they're not going to be able to do it. Um, all this stuff going on with Brexit and um, and uh, Nigel Farage starting in this party, what, three weeks ago, and it's already just off the charts with the numbers. That's so very, very exciting. So definitely check out his channel. So let's pray before we go. And don't forget to share. And, uh, you know, the Lord will bring here who he wants to be here. And and uh, I think there are some folks who just joined us and who are like, you know, they're glad to be here. So don't forget to, to share it with people so that they can be a part of this. Um, you know, the, I was talking with someone today, and she was saying, she does not like to listen to the news because it just is so stressful and she doesn't like to listen to it. And uh, she's from Iran. And I said, you know, I was telling her about our channel as far as, and as well as you know, other ones that she could listen to and also about free, free Iran and to encourage her because she's just so sick about for 40 years, she's been sick about the Iran regime and how hateful they are. So, you know, help people to see that this at least maybe they would like this channel that hey this is something we're gonna um learn about that is not gonna be <laughs> so just stressful and debilitating let's pray thank you so much lord for these this truth that we keep learning just keep, keep uh speaking to us and revealing these truths to us and uh 
just help us to understand what your promises are both to Ephraim and Manasseh and that we very likely are part of that and um, how exciting. Thank you so much, Lord, that we, we can be part of what you're doing. And I just pray that in every way you would guide us with our clicks, exactly where you want us to go to get the truth. Help us to know immediately if something is true or not. Help us to know where where we can share, what we can do to, to expose all these things to light and, um, and, and bless those who are on the front lines and just that they would be able to uh, just kick the doors in of all this evil and that it will be stopped. And uh, we're just, uh, we know that it's coming up pretty soon. Some big changes are coming up soon. So we thank you. We ask that you protect us, that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that you will protect our president and all the white hats, and that those who've done evil, that all their strength would be completely removed from them this very day. Lord, we pray that all those who are in positions of power who are using these for evil, that they will be stopped. We thank you for giving us a new mayor in our town. We pray you would strengthen him as he goes in to try to clean house. Lord, may it be that in every place you raise up godly men and women in every mayor's office in every any courthouse in every police department every um in in uh, as well as the schools and the universities and the um and the uh, uh the the um, in entertainment fields and the music and and of course in the supreme court and the and the all the federal judges and the, uh in the congress and uh, in everywhere there's anyone who's in a position of authority, we pray that you will raise up these people to do your will, that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we thank you, Lord, especially always, and as well as these big corporations and the big tech, that they would run these corporations and the big tech for your, as, as if it was you in that position, uh, that this this, uh, that we will see your people ruling and reigning with you so that everyone is treated fairly. We pray that Maduro would be removed, that he would, that we wouldn't have to let anyone be in harm's way, that everyone in, in Venezuela is going to be set free, and as well as Iran, and perfectly safe and fine, and those tyrants will be removed. We pray you would break their power this day in Jesus' name, that there would be nothing that they could do to, to withstand uh, the exposure of the truth on them, and that their power structure would completely crumble and that your men and women would would uh, step into those roles and be able to to work righteousness we pray this all in your great name jesus amen all right guys love you guys i will try to come back soon once i keep this uh getting this uh, research done and i will uh, do it as soon as i can all right bye